Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location. Hey, Dustin Hawkinsmith here from Penn Live. I've got your Penn State talking points for Thursday, September 22nd, two days away from Penn State, Central Michigan at Beaver Stadium, noon kickoff there. And we'll start with predictions for this game. A lot of them came out on Wednesday and Thursday, including those from Penn Live staff and guests from the opposing side. Penn State goes into it as a 27-point favorite. Most picks that we've seen across the internet, including some others on the Penn State beat, do see a path to cover that spread as big as it might be. Penn State's defense should be a key in this one. It's been terrorizing. It's been speeding up opposing quarterbacks. It's generally just been making life difficult for every quarterback, every offensive corner that that they've seen coming off that win over Auburn, 41-12, where they got six sacks and forced four turnovers. They're giving up some yards, mainly because opponents are running plays, but they're they're, uh, doing well in terms of pass efficiency, and they're only giving up 17.7 points per game. Where the offense is thriving in the red zone, the defense has been holding opponents in the red zone to field goals or even less. Central Michigan, this is one variable that's worth watching. They do have a viable offensive attack under Jim McElwain, former Florida coach, former uh, Colorado State coach. They rank number 19 in passing offense, number 33 in total offense. Similar trends from last season. They've also got a good running game with a 1,000-yard rusher back. It's a group that scored 44 points in a 58-44 loss to Oklahoma State earlier this season. So I think the threat to cover that point spread lies in the Central Michigan offense. And it just it comes down to can they keep pace with Penn State? This is a, a defense uh, on the Central Michigan side. They ranked what, number 112 against the pass last year. They're ranked number 124 against the pass this year. Seems to safe to assume that Penn State's passing game will find plenty of room to roam. Uh, and and exploit this defense down the field, score some points in a really quick fashion. So I do like Penn State to to light up the scoreboard in this one, probably get to their reserves early in the second half, which we also saw against Ohio. I think the defense will um, come to play. I think they've they've got that attitude and chip on their shoulder. I don't think they're looking past anybody this week. I think they would love – to keep padding those uh, sack numbers. And I think the game play will, will play out that, you know, Central Michigan is going to lose their balance and probably have to take it to the air. I've got Penn State winning this one 49-14 and covering. I've seen a bunch of other picks that, see, uh, that have Penn State going north of 50 points, which is definitely a possibility. Just curious to see if and how much success the Central Michigan offense can have against the best defense they've seen this year. Speaking of defense, uh, the emerging pass rush for Penn State 
It didn't seem like that long ago that Penn State uh, didn't get much production in that season opener against Purdue. And if you'll remember, Purdue, quick strike attack, got the ball out quickly, really designed to, to limit an opponent's pass rush. But we've started to see since then, not only Manny Diaz, Penn State's first-year coordinator, start to send defensive backs and get exotic and, and have uh, rushers coming from all layers and all angles, but I think we've also seen the defensive end group start to take a big collective step forward. That was a talking point for James Franklin this week, who really focused on Adisa Isaac, who, remember, missed the 2021 season to injury. And, and before that season began, he was viewed very much as a breakout-type player. Now, I think a lot of people didn't know quite what to make of him coming back off that injury, but you started to see it last week for sure. This is a big, fast, athletic defensive end, and he was all over the field against Auburn. Three tackles for loss and a sack in that game. James Franklin didn't beat around the bush in this one and, and, and said about Adisa Isaac that, He's still just scratching the surface. As much good stuff as you saw against Auburn, there's still plenty more that he has to show yet, and he looks like he's in the process of, of kind of breaking out finally after that one-year delay. And I think similarly, Chop Robinson has been a menace the last two games. He's in his first year for Maryland. He was a hybrid defensive end and linebacker for Maryland. Had to transition to a new school and a new role as, as a straight-up defensive end. But he is uh, also a very athletic player, a former five-star recruit who has taken to that position very quickly, and he has just hunted down opposing quarterbacks. Those two, uh, you throw Deny Dennis Sutton in there, the true freshman who also has a lot of ability. He should get better and better. You got Nick Tarburton who left um, uh, against uh, – Auburn with an injury, uh, but you've got a now a very stable group of defensive ends, and you've got a group of def- defensive ends that has the ability and is getting the experience to keep putting up sack numbers and to keep speeding up opposing quarterbacks and pressuring them and just making their lives difficult all around. Six sacks at Auburn showed, and I think that's good proof that it's all coming together. And it's great news for the whole defense, the linebackers, uh, the defensive backs who now have to cover for less time. So I think it, it's all part of the formula for Manny Diaz. And as creative as, he, as he's gotten with sending safeties and, and linebackers and cornerbacks on blitzes, he would love to see this defensive end group keep growing together the way that they have. Welcome to Curaleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our locations, including our new state college dispensary located at 1248 South Atherton Street. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Quickly on Penn State's running backs, James Franklin was very uh, had a lot of praise for both Katron Allen and Nick Singleton. You see, obviously, what they can do on the field. You've got the outside threat, Nick Singleton, the inside threat, and Katron Allen. You saw them have probably their best game uh, to cl- cl- together um, against Auburn last week. Um, K- 
Catron Allen did a lot of good work on the inside. Next single, 10, 10 carries for 124 yards and two touchdowns. James Franklin talked about both of them this week, said that Nick Singleton has said all of 17 words since he's gotten to Penn State. He is more, far more substance over style and is showing up now with 303 yards over the past two games. Uh, Katron Allen also deserves credit for the, pro, for the work that he's done inside the tackles. Uh, he also, James Franklin's praise about him had little to do with his actual football ability and more to do with the work that he's put in since he enrolled in classes in January. Uh, he's transformed his body. This is a kid who was, whose nickname was Fat Man. He uh, came in at 225. He's now down around 201 pounds, 24-pound difference. And I think that difference shows up in how quickly he's able to um, make cuts, sidestep defenders, um, slip through holes, slip out of tackles. Both of these guys look like they're the real deal. They're also a really good complementary one-two punch and a good combination of the talent that you see on the field and the right attitude to keep making the most of it. Last but not least, Penn State and the hit hammer that we started to see. James Franklin talked about this a little bit. It's a new visual that we've seen. The first appearance that made Jordan Vandenberg carried it uh, against Ohio. Marquise Wilson carried it out uh, in that road trip to Auburn. That hammer is given to the player who the coaching staff decides had the hardest hit of the previous game. James Franklin said he didn't really know where it came from, how it was crafted, who really brought it up, the logistics of getting that hammer into Penn State's program. But he said it does reinforce something that he is really trying to make more of a priority, and that's toughness and physicality. We've seen that brand on defense. Uh, we've saw, we've seen it at times from the offensive line, finishing blocks. They've got some more confidence going now after back-to-back really good running performances. And I think t- tight end Brenton Strange has embodied that as well. He's taking that physical edge, not just blocking guys from his position as a tight end, but finishing them and setting a tone for this Penn State offense. And that offensive line really needs it. I think the defense with so many new key pieces also needed reinforcement of that physical edge. So now they've got that hit hammer to show for it. And while James Franklin didn't really know where it came from, it does symbolize something that Penn State hopes uh, it remains a staple of this program going forward. Uh, it's good for everybody to, to um, play that physical edge and not be a finesse team. Thanks for tuning into this edition of the Blue White Breakdown. Be sure to follow along to daily Penn State podcasts from Penn Live. Those are anywhere podcasts are. Everything else we do is available at PennLive.com slash Penn State Football. And we'll see you next time on the Blue White Breakdown. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location.